Welcome to Travels in a Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its Applications, the IMA. My name is Peter Rowlett. This is episode 62. 62 is the smallest inconsummate number in base 10. No number is a 62 multiple of the sum of its digits. This time on the podcast, William Simpson of the University of St Andrews talks about his work in solar stresses and solar flares, his theological motives for studying mathematics and physics, and the opportunities for study abroad under the American National Science Foundation Research Experience for Undergraduates program. I spoke to William at the IMA Tomorrow's Mathematicians Today undergraduate conference at Greenwich. Okay, my name is William Simpson. I'm a student at the University of St Andrews in Scotland. I study theoretical physics and mathematics there. So, can you talk about your, your topic today? Your talk today? Yes, what I've been talking about today uh, is a project that I undertook at Montana State University on solar flares. In my case, I was looking at um, the topology of an active region in which a flare had taken place, uh, how it was changing, and how to relate those changes to... Um, X-ray data, because in the reconnection events, reconnection is very important uh, to solar flares and uh, the physics of solar flares. In that reconnection event, a lot of hard X-rays are given off, so we can find out where it's happening. But what we really want to know is what changes are happening in the magnetic field in the lead-up mm. to that event. Because the idea there is that if you can spot those trends, then in principle you might be able to start predicting when these flare events are going to take place. So, um, so can you say something about how you, what got you interested in mathematics and physics in the first place? In my case, it was perhaps unusual today, not unusual in the past, I think. I actually got interested in science again through theology. Mm. Um, I did physics at school, I have a suited A-level, but it didn't interest me very much at all at that time. When I started studying theology, I think that probably gave me the intellectual framework for... Uh, anticipating uh, success, I suppose, cognitive success in the world. It gives, gave me the epistemological foundation uh, to be able to believe that we could acquire uh, knowledge about a real mind-independent creation, um, and it gave me the value system, I suppose, the ontological goodness of that universe, the, the value of study and pursuing that. So certainly the, uh, the theological motivation and the philosophical motivation has been very important for me. I guess I'm inspired by this grand theory of everything, not in the physics context, but in a much larger context. Um, I think every discipline has its place. So for me, science has got a lot of very interesting things to say, but it's not in any way threatening. Um, many people, I think, feel when they... <sighs> some who might be tempted to go into science, that it's really giving them a very cold, inhuman picture of the universe. And so they might have that, that exciting impulse to, to study, but at the same time be holding back because they think they're going to lose something important about their humanity. Mm. I really don't think that's the case. I think it's very sad that some of the current popularizers mm. in this area of science have these extreme views, like Richard Dawkins, for instance, I think that's probably going to get in the, in the way of a lot of people actually becoming scientists. Mm. Um, and, and you're right, it was very normal for the training to work in the church, for example, in, in mm. the Catholic Church, you would learn Greek mathematics. That was mm. one of the things that you had to do in order to be in, mm. to practice in the church, yes. Um, so, and then, can you talk about what happened, how you got to Montana, and 
how you got involved with that project. Right. Of course, it began with me picking uh, St. Andrews yeah. as a very beautiful place to study and a place of good refuge. And I did solar physics, a module in that, just to see what it was like, really. Yeah. And then I did a project. Something interests me. I can't remember what it was. Perhaps it was, I think, being able to use my programming skills mm. that I developed beforehand. And there was a project um, that was on offer in the solar group at St. Andrews. Uh, I pursued that and got increasingly interested. And after that, an advanced module in solar. And there was an opportunity that uh, Eric Priest put my way um, to study in Montana. And I seized on that because the group had a good reputation. And if you've ever seen pictures of Montana, you know it's spectacularly beautiful. So there was that side of it as well. So were you, a, were you a PhD student at this time? And you are now? No, I'm not yet a PhD student. I've been doing a five-year MPhys program at St. Andrews. This is my final year now. So was was it a a summer placement or was it a year? year It was a summer placement, um, a ten-week project at that time. I was doing my senior honours year and I decided to uh, jump ahead and do some uh, Mm -hmm. master's level modules Mm -hmm. in that that year. And that's when I found out about the one-time project and did it then uh, at the end of that year. And um, so you, you were going to say something about the programme itself, if people are interested in, in a similar opportunity. Yes, well, there are, um, I think, many REU programmes in the United States which are worth investigating. There's another solar one um, at Harvard, I think, that's been established. Montana's programme is, I think, particularly good. It's, been, it's well established. They've had a lot of experience now. Um, they've got a very lively physics department and solar group. I think there are many things... Uh, positive things I could say about the whole setup. In my case, I was being stimulated by a lot of different people who were often meeting other, both other students who were doing projects and different members of staff, yes. uh, sharing ideas, trying to explain what it was we were doing to each other. Mm, yes. And of course, at the weekends, you could have those off and uh, <laughs> explore the wonderful countryside. So that yes. was a great combination to yes. so be able to uh, relax and enjoy uh, creation in between periods of intense study. Mm. I certainly recommend people have a look at what they've got on offer there. Good. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to that. You can get all previous episodes, show notes relating to each episode, and much more at travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk. You can find out more about what I do uh, and other podcasts I'm involved with at peterrollett.net or say hi on Twitter at peterrollett. Rollett is spelled R-O-W. L-E-T-T. Thank you for listening.